Marketing Pharmacy Podcast listeners. It's Ken Sternfeld, and I am the concierge pharmacist. And you're listening to a Sunday conversation that brings back a very sad memory for me, but also uh, reminds me why I am a concierge pharmacist. Five years ago today was the day that I said goodbye to my father-in-law, my dear friend, Bernie Tan. Uh, He passed away tomorrow, five years ago. And today the family was together at his home where he was resting peacefully. And we said goodbye to him. We watched a Philadelphia Eagle football game as a family because Bernie was a huge Philadelphia football fan. And we were all together. And each one of us had the opportunity to say goodbyes to a great man who impacted our lives more than we could ever know at that time, but continue to know and share for years and the rest of our lives. So when we were together as a family, there was a great loss. There was a great just feeling of that what was going to go on in the future without Bernie. But as a family, individually and collectively, we move forward in his memory. Each of us doing things that were kind of in his spirit, in his mind, and in what he stood for as a man, as a father, as a husband, as a grandfather, as a great grandfather, and as a tremendous friend to anyone who ever met him. What I took from that loss was the ability to find the strength to help other people. To know that by helping other people, I would be keeping his spirit alive. So five years ago is when I started the pathway to being a concierge pharmacist for others. Because in the year and a half or so earlier to this day, I was serving as Bernie's one of, Bernie's caregivers, helping him through the challenges that were caused by the illness that he had and actually by the medications that he was given, one of them that caused a severe adverse reaction that almost killed him. It affected his life for the rest of time that he was with us. He lost faith and confidence in the medical profession who would do trial and error prescribing and said, I don't want to be a part of that. So he chose not to take medications and probably shortened his time with us. But when he passed, I said that there needed to be more awareness to the fact that he should have, and everyone should, at least have the knowledge that there is a test available to avoid adverse drug reactions, which caused the problems that Bernie had, and caused the problems that hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of patients have as well. So I dedicated my life to raising awareness that there was something out there that could save lives, that there was something out there that if you knew about it, you would make an effort to discuss it with your doctor. We're not doctors, we're pharmacists, but we treat patients like we are their healthcare provider. We treat patients like we care. And by doing that, I needed to make sure that I was doing things that helped the patient. 
know that we as pharmacists care. So that's the concept, the backbone, the, the, the impetus of the concierge approach to patient engagement, to set a new standard, to set a, a new bar to, to climb, a new thing to do instead of flipping burgers at fast food retail pharmacies. There's a need for dispensing, but there's a bigger need for compassion and empathy. And being an medication expert who takes the time and makes the time to help people. So in the continuing efforts to keep Bernie spirit alive, we continue to move forward by bringing our message to more people, to more pharmacists, to more patients, to more physicians, that pharmacists are the hub of healthcare and can save lives. A few weeks will be at mid-year, booth number 511 with the Pharmacy Podcast Network and Todd Yori, a friend of the pharmacy profession, right there at that booth together as a voice of the future of what a pharmacist can do to advance his or her career. And we're going to do more and more and more. And it's not just one person. We have a network, a group of passionate, empathetic professionals who want to advance their career and help patients. And I'm so proud of the people on our team. So it's not about selling anything. It's not about presenting a program. It's not about, you know, doing metrics. It's about helping patients one patient at a time, like I help Bernie Time. And like I will help others who want to take the opportunity to meet the pharmacist. You meet that pharmacist, he or she can help you. Don't know what else to say, but I hope it resonates with you. I hope there's something in your your soul, in your heart, that wants to remember why you became a pharmacist. Don't let the big box retailers take your spirit away. We have a young woman who is just on the verge of having her heart taken out by big box retailers who made her feel that pharmacy wasn't her future. Well, it is. We rescued her. No, that's wrong. She rescued herself. And she now is a thought leader with our company, as others are, because they recognize what they want out of their profession, not what we want for them. We don't tell anyone what to do and how to do it, if it's important to the vision of helping patients. Because one size does not fit all. That's the concierge approach. Make it your own. Do what you feel you can do to help patients. And that's what we do. So we welcome anyone and everyone at any stage of their professional pathway. I've mentioned it before. The students of pharmacy keep me alive. They invigorate me every day because I see their passion, their brilliance, their articulate, their motivation. I see them wanting to make a difference in our profession, and I want to help them. Very simply, I want to help them. I want to help them to be the best that they can be. Nothing more, nothing less. 
I have gray hair, which tells me that I've been down the pathway and I know a little bit of things that maybe they could pick my brain if they want. It's there for the picking. Use the experience that I have and others on our team have and share that knowledge so that you can mold your own pathway. And it's not just a student, anyone already practicing in our career. If you practice for one year, for five years, for 20 years, you know the good, you know the bad, you know the ugly of our business. But deep down, I know you believe in the beauty and the strength and the wonderfulness of the profession of being a pharmacist. That's why you went to school. That's why you made a career pathway years ago to follow the pathway to provider status, to become a healthcare provider, to be someone who cares about the patient, who works for the patient. I always had that, but I never realized it until one patient changed my life, Bernie Tan. Having one patient who you cared for, who you did everything you could, who you made the quality of his life better every day he was with us because you cared. And then when you lost him, you needed to fill that gap. Sadly, everyone has a Bernie Tan in their life. A grandparent, a parent, a spouse, a loved one, a brother, a sister, someone who you tried to help and you gave it your all, and then you lost them. Well, you need to fill that gap. That's a gap in therapy that's much more than what drug you're taking after a medication reconciliation. The gap in therapy is for you to fill. How do you fill that emptiness? How do you get through the day knowing when you think about all the bad things occurring in the business of pharmacy, how do you strengthen your day and get the courage to move forward? How do you deal with it? Well, I can tell you that it wasn't about standing around the water cooler at the RBO, listening to everybody bitch and moan about how bad it was to be a pharmacy manager at the big box retailer that I worked in, or how everybody complained about the things that they had to do the tasks that they had. That didn't change anybody, made it worse. Talking about it and doing nothing is just talk. So you need to make a change, even if it's one day a week. Give yourself the opportunity to grow. Give yourself the strength you need to make your time at the retail environment palatable survive so you can thrive by being a patient care provider. You need to do it at the point of care. You need to do it outside of the horrific work environments that the business of pharmacy, the people who sign your checks every two weeks are giving you. They're not providing you with anything that allows you to become a better pharmacist. They're working you to death. And you know when death comes, death is death. I don't know what it's like, thank God, but I can see how it impacts 
everyone when they experience the loss of a loved one. Well, if you love the pharmacy profession, you don't want it to die. Don't let, don't let a supervisor or a big box retailer kill you, kill your spirit, kill your vision that you want to help people. If it's not what we're doing, do something else. It's not about us saying what you have to do, but you have to do something. You must do something to advance your career if you want a career. If you just want a job that beats the crap out of you, that puts money in your bank, yeah, yeah, working as a retailer is a job. But it's a terrible, terrible, terrible place to be because they don't care. So in the world of healthcare, you have to care. If the people working that you're working for don't care, how can you possibly care to the level that's in your heart and in your professional acumen to care for the patients? Goes back to respect. There is no respect for the pharmacist in those environments. Anyway, five years is a long time, but it's a short time in the lifetime that we all have. I'm 65 years old, so five years is just a small part of my life, and it's something that I'm proud to say that it's just the beginning. I'm still in school. I'm still learning. I'm still studying. I'm still trying to be a better pharmacist today than I was yesterday, and certainly a better pharmacist tomorrow than I am today. So don't ever stop learning. Don't ever stop listening. God gave us two ears and one mouth. I talk, I talk, I talk, and you can certainly shut me up and shut me off anytime you want. But think about yourself. You have two ears. Listen to whoever inspires you, to whoever you feel should guide you. But don't listen to the voices that are bad for your career and your profession of pharmacy. Listen to it, process it, and understand that they have your best interest so far away from where they should be that it's frightening. They're interested in one thing and one thing only, their bottom line, their stock prices, their value, so that they could do it. Well, you know what? They're not making money. When you hear that uh, um, stores are going to close hours in January, which they will, think about it. They're not closing their hours and shortening their, their time and, and lowering their costs because they're making money. You're working in a business of pharmacy that's challenged. And heads will roll. Don't let it be one of your heads. Anyway, it's a positive, positive, positive time to be a pharmacist. If you look to advance your career and use the clinical services and cognitive skills that you have, that's all we ask. That's all that they ever ask. Be the best pharmacist you can be. It's Ken Sternfeld for the Concierge Hub Sunday Conversation. And um, I wish all of you a, a good week and we will talk to you soon.